It's the Doug Zone. Uh, we are back after our brief hiatus. And listeners, I know you've been crying out in the desert without us asking just where we've been, what happened last week. Uh, and I'll tell you, we had a guest podcaster on, actually, uh, actor and comedian Alec Baldwin. Uh, it was a great episode. We had a great time the whole way through. Unfortunately, he did end it by saying, I'm going to go shoot two people on set with a gun that I know is loaded with real bullets. Um, and the episode has been confiscated as evidence in his upcoming trial. Uh, it's the Doug Zone. Jesus Christ. I actually have a story to tie in with this. You won't believe it. Uh, oh, no. I truly won't. Did you know yeah. someone who was killed on the set of Rust? No, but it... <laughs> so, um... I went to go see a friend in Austin this weekend. Um, he was at like Austin Film Festival shit. And we went to this like rooftop bar, which I was for sure not supposed to be at, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I commit no crimes. But like it was on the rooftop of like a hotel. It was like a whole thing, normal bar setup, except for there was like a, a little screen, like. You know, whenever you see movies of people on Wall Street and they have like those little screens that just say headlines and like red and green lights. Yeah, yeah. It had one of those. And the headline that just kept repeating in the middle of this bar was the story about Alec Baldwin. (laughs) (laughs) So like the vibe of this bar, I was completely just like zoned in on this. I was like, I cannot think about anything other than Alec Baldwin (laughs) and someone dying right now. here it came out earlier today uh apparently staffers on set were using that gun for like leisure shooting the day that the, the, the day that it happened so that's why there were live rounds in it because some other guy was like fucking around and shooting stuff on set it was that confirmed i thought that that was a rumor for it it was posted right before i went to work and i didn't have time to click on the headline so it might be a rumor um yeah, well because there were a lot of things like just going around about it and nothing was fully confirmed. Like somebody posted in the in the Discord today that Alec Baldwin was quote unquote careful with the gun. Like, because why wouldn't you? It's a real fucking gun. Uh, yeah. Also, I would like to say, speaking of being careful with the gun, uh, I'm still not entirely sure how you shoot a second person. Uh, but I would just like to say, um, Alec Baldwin, uh, critical support for the things you've said to your daughter on voicemail. But I will say. Uh, these things would correct actually correct and never kills anyone but this wouldn't have happened if when the union crew walked off set two days before this happened you had walked off with them and had chosen to support them uh so alec baldwin i love you for what you do to women i do have to turn against you for your stance on class i hate to turn my back on you like this also listeners you might be wondering what that that third voice is this other woman on the cast um I just I was realizing in live time that I said to two women that I loved the things Alec Baldwin said to his daughter. Um, anyway, we are joined for the first and only time. Never, never before. Never before, never again. Uh, we're cutting you off um, by uh, my, my dear girlfriend, Izzy. Izzy, how are you doing? Hello, nepotism prevails. I'm finally on the cast. <laughs> it's good to be here. Again, for the first time. Um, the only time ever. This is You will never hear from me again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're never invited back after this. This is it. Not once. <laughs> this is my only chance, and in fact, I've already messed it up. This is your 15 minutes of fame, and you're about four minutes in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so strap in. I'm going to milk that last 10 minutes. Ooh, that last 11 minutes going to be a heater, though. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you guys, I've got some thoughts on... Uh, I couldn't think of another controversial subject after I've endorsed <laughs> Alec Baldwin in the first four minutes. But I will say, I promise not to endorse the Taliban for this opening, and I stayed true to my word. I'm Until... going to endorse them for the closing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
instead of hail Dogish's just hail the Taliban. I exactly. kind of want to change our closing to, you know that clip of Chris Chan saying that uh, hugs and kisses will get you fuzzy wuzzies and words will get you uh, prickly wicklies, then he goes, but most importantly, stay straight. Yes, I... I think that'd be the best closing to anything I, ever. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good closing. <laughs> that was the outro to our podcast. God. Another podcast I like, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, has a great sign-off. Uh, one of the guys says, please take your medicine. And the other guy says, and take mine too. Uh, which is, it's a good one. That's a good uh, one. Yeah, it's a pretty good sign-offs out in the podcasting universe. Um, you'd think I would well, refer to another one, but I can't intro. think of it. Yeah, I got the banger intros. We don't need sign-offs here. Oh boy. Fuck that. Start off strong, die weak. Um, yeah, we we are truly a fade away type of podcast. We are yeah. not going to burn out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, old podcasts never die. They just slowly hemorrhage Patreon subscribers. Um, we are Zoomer Come Town. That's our exactly. legacy. Yeah, that's our legacy. Uh, I don't. I'm not happy about it. I might have been the person who coined it. I don't remember, but I'm not happy about it. Um, but this is our this is our role. I'm as mad as you are about us being Zoomer Come Town, but we can't deny the prophecies. Yeah, we can't deny the prophecies. And with them in mind, uh, what's your favorite slur, everybody? Let's just say it on mic. Uh, um, three, hmm. two, one. I got you. You almost said it. I was watching you wind up for it, and you didn't. We all passed the test. I, I didn't have anything in the chamber. We all know that Matt said something, and I had to cut it out in post, and that's okay. <laughs> Matt, you can admit it. First it's okay. ever edit. Oh, actually, uh, speaking of saying... I know that thing slurs all the time. <laughs> yeah, anytime I'm not speaking, it's just because I'm screaming slurs at the top of my lungs. I just mute yeah, any long so pause. I can say something. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, speaking of saying slurs, so I, I am employed now. I'm working at a call center. Uh, easiest job I have ever had, because the worst case scenario is people saying things that were said to me when I worked at the grocery store, but they're thousands of miles away and I can't see their face. The power I have over the phone to customers is ungodly. If I oh. worked at a call center, I would pull no punches. I, yeah, I, let me tell you, I've only been rude to someone once and they were rude to me first. Haven't you worked there for like two days? I, no, I've been there for like two weeks. Um, this is my first week where I'm working full time, but. Semantics. Yeah, semantics. Um, no, I did. Yeah, so. I called someone and they tried the, uh, well, give me your number and I'll call you at home, uh, you know, attempting to lead into yeah. when I say, well, I can't do that. Like, well, now you see how, how I like it. And I just said, this was funnier when Jerry Seinfeld did it in the 90s and hung up on him. Um, <laughs> were they trying? <laughs> which, uh, yeah, fortunately, they were, my manager was not listening to that one. Um, but yeah, someone called me the N-word yesterday, which, aside from being hideously offensive, also oh, not no. particularly applicable. And I, I like when someone hate crimed me in BJ's and yeah, exactly. told me that I should like go back across the border. And I was like, yeah. sir, I am so confused. It's like you had this one like locked and loaded when you picked up you the phone. Say, There's no way you chose to say this no, after he was hearing my voice. In person too. This guy oh, yeah. that was yelling yeah. at me, he was standing there. He saw me and was like, Listen, I know that there's clearly plenty of applicable slurs to say to her. <laughs> But I'm going to go with the one she's not. Yeah, woman of color, Jillian. Um, <laughs> woman of non-American descent, apparently, as well. Yeah, exactly. You, you, so, you just you look at Jillian and you know she's not from here. No. Not at all. Mm -mm. Who's that girl? She looks Mexican. Um, she looks racially ambiguous. Yeah, racially <laughs> ambiguous, but in a way that I can use to be racist. <laughs> Yeah, um, racistly ambiguous. I don't know what I'm. You know what I, I will say. Racistly ambiguous. Is that since since being single again? Um, I've realized how many people's like dating app profile is just the question: guess my ethnicity, which is not a game I want to play. Jesus Christ! Uh, what Why is that so common? What a power Did they say that? Yes. Why do they? I what? <laughs> Why that why would you want people awesome. to guess that? I don't get it. But it's okay. just like it's just like a not white person and they're like, guess my ethnicity, <laughs> and that's the only thing. And I'm like, I hmm. What 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 type is that supposed to be a conversation starter? What conversation I don't know. does it start? Yeah. Should I just like say the wildly incorrect one? 
Yeah, just like message like Chinese. Yeah, exactly. What it is. Um, Just Google like a really small town in like the middle of Asia and then just guess that. Ooh, I like it. Play GeoGuessr, but with Tinder profiles. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's a power. People who don't even say that. Exactly. Just play like a really, really basic white Chad and then just do that to him. Yeah, are you the, Chinese? Yeah, the first words in any Black. conversation on a dating app should be asking if they're a minority that they clearly are not. <laughs> That's the funniest opener. It, it is. I mean, I can only imagine what I would do if I was on a dating app and someone messaged me and said, are you Chinese? I will I, say I, that when I was in Austin, the person that I was there with, um, we met up with some of his friends and they looked at me and went, ha ha. Hey, now you have scary dog privilege in reference to me. Hmm. As in, I was the scary dog. Hmm. Interesting. There was so much to unpack for that mentally for me. I'm busy unpacking a lot of that right now. I wasn't even what it was about. I know. Is it that? Were you just in like vaguely goth getup? Like, was that it? Yeah. I usually mm. am, but yeah. like I don't think that makes me the scary dog. Look, I feel like if it's, if you're not all like full on Christian girl autumn, you are scary dog to people in Texas. This is true. Yeah, but I was this yeah I was gonna true. say like your your getups are generally like a. It's not even like full goth. It's more no. like vaguely goth inspired, and you're yes. wearing dark colors. Like yes. yeah, and that I wear eyeliner and also dark colors. Yeah, like if you showed up you're, in like a leather and the pinhead like costume, then I would understand it. You know, that's scary. Yeah, that's scary dog. That's a yeah. scary dog right there. Hellraiser. It's pretty scary. Also very horny. Um, that's a very horny movie. It's such a horny movie, uh, but very good. Um, one of these days, I'll convince Izzy to watch it. I'm gonna put it in the non-dug no, zone. Real. How is it horny? What goes on? It's so. That's the whole thing. It's just like fucking. Yeah, the entire premise of it is they're they're so far beyond pain and pleasure that it's like one thing. That's why I said you solve a puzzle, you solve a Rubik's cube, and then demons do BDSM on you forever because that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, I'm anxiously awaiting this picture in the non-dug zone. Oh wait, here it is. Oh. Oh yes. <laughs> this I, is such a visual bit that I do not care because if this picture I saw when oh I may God. or may not have been committing crimes, I, I was not okay afterwards. I would die for the Hellraiser Chihuahua. Join <laughs> the Discord, folks. You need to see this picture. We will not tweet it, but you need to see this. Oh, it's so good. This made my day. <laughs> it, it is. I have never experienced Hellraiser in my life. I would die for the Chihuahua. Um, speaking of speaking of good movies, I will say Izzy and I uh, saw two movies while she was here visiting, uh, Lamb and Dune. And I gotta say, after watching Dune, my opinion on Lamb is even harsher than it was before. You know what I will say, in the last week, I've watched Ratatouille three times. Oh, Ratatouille's so good. That is significantly better than what we did. What, what parts at Ratatouille do you cry at? Oh, the part where the part that I cry every time is when the critic has like his flashback to being a child. Oh, so true. Oh God! I mean, at one point I said, "I, I bet I have gender envy for Anton Ego," and my roommate stared at me like I had committed a war crime. I am. um, She's correct. I'm. I'm reaching like the point in my life. Where I understand it now. Like, if there's a moderately heartwarming scene in a movie and I have had less than eight hours of sleep, my eyes are misty immediately. Oh, if to- I'm- yeah. I, I will think say- I genuinely almost cried at that scene the last time I watched Ratatouille with my family and they started you know, making fun of me. I don't commit crimes, but if I were, I strongly suggest Coco Meloning yourself with Ratatouille. <laughs> it gets me every time. It really does. I watched it three times. Um, I've watched a lot of movies this week, I think. I finally watched Parasite at one point. Parasite's oh, very hell good. Yeah. I, Parasite I was very Parasite. good. Wait, Matt, I thought you haven't seen Parasite. No, I've... I watched the new Halloween. Like 
Oh, what'd you think? Oh boy. The fact that the mask has Stallone face the whole movie really <laughs> off. Have you seen the mask? It looks like it no. has Bell's palsy. Let me look this Look up Halloween up. Kills mask. The only thing I know about Halloween Kills is that a band I like did a song for the soundtrack. It's and... for sure the middle part of a trilogy, and it yeah. feels that way. Halloween. Oh my god. What? Do you see how the it third result is the Kanye mask? the fuck is wrong with these screen rats? Sorry, I keep seeing bad reviews for Dune written by idiots who I have no respect for and then getting mad about them. Like, Doug's review really Dune. like Dune? I loved Dune. So, okay. The Dune Zone. We've entered the Dune Zone. Um, the Dune Zone. Here we go. First of all, I liked it enough to edit Dune to say Doug and post it on Twitter. So that tells you something about how I felt about it, I think. Uh, it was very good. It's a, an adaptation very much for people who read Dune. But Izzy, I think, had a pretty good time watching it. She seemed to. Oh, it was it was visually stunning, like all all the visuals, and then also I think it's they have it out on HBO right now, but it is much better as a theater a theater experience because the audio, the music, and the way that the surround sound and the bass in the front yeah. of the theater all work to like build tension and build the story. I'm being too legit for this podcast. Yeah. But watch like, Dune and watch so good. as big a screen as you can. Uh, is my official take on Dune. It was very good. Um, and the only people I've seen who said they didn't like it, aside from Coach, enemy of the cast now. Coach, rewatch Dune after you've read Dune. You'll like it more. The only people I've said say, I've seen saying bad things about it are Tim Poole, Doug Walker, and an anonymous writer for Screen Rant. And I gotta say, I could not... If you randomly selected three people in the population, I would still respect their opinions on film more than those three people's. So... That's fair. Famously always incorrect. Yeah, Doug's Doug's take on Dune, it's one of those ones where it's like, you listen to it and you're like, oh, you knew nothing about Dune going into this. Um, like, so he said of, that he was a fan of the 80s movie, which yeah, is like- he said he was a fan time. of the 80s movie, which is famously bad. Um, have you watched the 80s version of Dune, Jillian? If you were to commit crimes, might be an interesting watch, I gotta Ooh. say. Um, so, you know what? I have gotten permission- to um to buy somebody offered to buy me space jam to watch while committing crimes (laughs) the new one hell yeah and that i'm deeply interested in but yeah um anyway my my last thought on it or on doug's review of dune uh to ostensibly tie this show back to doug in some way is um the fact that Doug at one point goes like, oh, Paul Atreides is just another chosen one type figure. It's like, oh, oh, Doug, you sweet summer child. If you knew anything about Dune, you would know. He's like, he's not that. He's a god. He becomes like Hitler, effectively. It's it's such a good series. Read the series. Um, but yeah, it's it's all like meant to be a subversion of the tropes that Doug was accusing it of, which I thought was very funny. It's like, no, you just had a barely surface level reading. Um, anyway, I liked Lamb a little bit, but I didn't think it was very good. Izzy, what did you think of Lamb? I, I liked Lamb. I, like, I don't think in terms of meaning, it, it wasn't a very sophisticated, it presents very sophisticated, but in terms of the actual, like, if you were to do an evaluation of it, I don't think you would find that much. And if you did, it would be all your own speculation. Jillian, have you seen anything about Lamb? Are we just talking about nothing to you? Yep. All right. Uh, it's an A24 movie. The premise of it is that one day a sheep gives birth to like a half human, half lamb. That has it's, concerning implications. Uh, no one fucked the sheep. Uh, not to spoil the ending, but no one as fucked far the as sheep. We know. Uh, anyway, it's it's A24. Somebody, so okay. it's <laughs> somebody fucked somebody the fucked the sheep. Like uh, you can't possibly no another half sheep. sheep man who just yeah. came down and dicked down the sheep. Yeah, At least one survived. person fucked <laughs> this sheep. But yeah, anyway, it's it it's one of the, it's it's like the I think it's on the lower end of A twenty four movies in that it looks good, it's super pretty, uh, and then I think it did not spend enough time focusing on themes. Where the whole time it's like vaguely alluding to several themes, and then the ending happens. And it's like, wow, wasn't that deep, everybody? Um, yeah, I mean, it has like it has. It has themes throughout, like it still has I'm getting like a shitty animal farm vibe. Uh, it's like that if the, well, Animal Farm's problem is that it's too much with its themes. So it's like, what if communism yeah. but bad? 
Um, and you're like, all right, Orwell, you can stop calling yourself a socialist. You're selling out your buddies to the British government. I don't like George Orwell. Uh, just side note. Really not. Yeah, no, little prick. Um, I also think 1984 is a shitty book. I and think I 1984 that, was a baffling read uh, for, my, for my sophomore teacher to choose in yeah. high school Hello, because it's 90% sex. Yeah. Isn't it a super I, horny book? It is. About, like, there's a point where the female, the female character, they meet up in a forest, the main character and the love interest, and she rips off a little sash that says, like, abstinence club. I'm not yeah. joking. And then they fuck in the woods. So she basically just like takes off her purity ring and then just is like, okay, give no, me. No, so thing. the whole book yeah. is basically like a guy is just he's super horny, and then a girl starts being horny for him, and then every two pages they just turn towards the camera and go, "This makes you think a lot about society, doesn't it?" Uh, and then it goes back to them being very horny, uh, and when they chain a cage of rats to his face. Anyway, I think Orwell was a shitty person and a shitty writer, um, and I thought that before conservatives anytime they like got banned for saying the n-word on a platform were like wow or well am i right guys i thought that before that but that certainly hasn't helped my impression of it um <laughs> what were we talking about before i started complaining about george orwell again lamb oh yeah i was complaining about lamb um that anyway, has a lot to complain about this episode it looks good it's a good looking movie it looks beautiful um I think it was very enjoyable. Matt is just very picky about his films having meaning. No, I enjoyed watching it all the way through. I just my problem was the moment I stopped watching it, I was just like, hmm. Oh, I had an, a new idea for our Patreon. Oh, okay. We get me and Jay and somebody that knows films. <laughs> And we force her to talk about her movie opinions. Oh, oh my god. I oh what I would give for this. Um, oh boy. One day we will we'll sit her down and make her watch The Godfather. Um, <laughs> and she'll hate every she'll second. Hate every second of it. Gotta pry her eyes open We're and make watching sure she keeps Memento watching it. and just going, that was objectively bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Move. Oh, actually, I do have one other thing I want to say about Dune, uh, which is the other complaint a lot of people have been giving is that it says that it's a part one in a series, which it is, but that wasn't like announced in the trailers. But of course, it's a part one. It's fucking Dune. You can't adapt Dune into one movie. Um, oh, anyway. I was talking to somebody in my anthropology class yeah. about this. They were complaining about yeah. that, and I was like, do you have any idea how long that series is? Yeah, it's like that was the first half of the book, dipshit. But anyway, I thought it was. Just an incredible big dick move. Because the first thing you see in Dune is it goes Dune, part one. The sequel had not been greenlit at that point in time. I don't think it has been yet. Wow. Uh, it should uh, be. They were really just like, they were calling that shot. We're like, yeah, I know. You're going to do this. They also get really, two. really obvious in like the last five. I'm not going to spoil anything. But in the last five minutes of the film, they're like making very clear allusions to the fact that it's like, this yeah. is the end of the in film. In the last five minutes of the movie, uh, Paul Atreides looks out and goes, wow, look at that dune. And then the credits start rolling. Uh, and I thought, it's a masterpiece, frankly. <laughs> oh my god, the sandworms, though? The sandworms were my favorite part, and they took up maybe a full 30 seconds of screen time. The sandworms looked very good. Um, they were cool as shit, because they, they didn't come out of the sand of the a lot, which makes them look tacky when they do that. Wait, one sec, what was that? My favorite part of the movie is when um the the, the when the couple's breaking up and he goes, you know what, I'm doing with you. Winks <laughs> into the camera. I um I think that was good. Um, one of my friends when I said I watched Dune, uh, responded with, "Yeah, I've been Dune, Dune your mom," and I was like, "I'm gonna scream, please." I'm just That's I was so just good. excited about this movie. I just wanted you to watch a good movie. There's a story I'm gonna tell um that is the most likely thing to incriminate me I've ever told on this podcast, and that is fine, because it's worth it. Oh, yes. I was playing D&D um, this <laughs> Sunday, and somebody had made brownies. Ooh. What were in these brownies, Jillian? Substances. Chocolate, flour? butter, flour, <laughs> sugar, okay. marijuana, Just making uh, uh, salt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Brownies? Joking, joking, joking. Yeah, um, it was cocaine. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> these cocaine lace brownies. Put heroin in the brownies. Um, God, yeah, you... I actually make crack brownies and you smoke <laughs> them. And <laughs> one guy's family was coming over and he didn't warn the person whose brownies they were. Oh, so no. the brownies were just sitting out. Oh, and his no. mom comes up and she walks over <laughs> to them and like picks up like a little chunk of it. And, like, starts about to eat it. And her son just starts screaming in both Spanish and English, like, don't eat those, don't eat those, don't eat those. And she goes, they're just brownies. And so he says finally in Spanish, like, do not eat those. There's crimes in them. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, it's just a brownie, and puts it in her mouth and eats it. And he was like, oh, no. Oh, boy. And then she grabbed another one for the road. And we like a oh, big one, and we're like, respect. we're oh, like, no. wow, she just like whipped her dick out on the table right now. This is wild. And then she oh, no. went, you know, it's for his father. He can't sleep well. And we're all like, uh huh. All right, okay. All right. I don't know why this reminded me of this story, um, but I had a teacher when he was in college. Um, they had a family of Mennonites visit his philosophy class one day. Um, for the listeners who do not know, Mennonites are basically like they're the they're the diet Amish. Yeah. Um. So Amish very conservative. Way. Yeah. Exactly. Very conservative. I think their thing is like they use some technology. I don't remember the exact difference. They um, use some technology. They still dress very conservatively yeah. and hold the same beliefs, but they like integrate themselves into modern society yeah. more. Um, more. Sometimes they have cars, I think, too. Yes. Less, no, they like they like actually go grocery shopping. They go mm-hmm. to restaurants. Like it's just the conservative like dress and beliefs. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So anyway, this family of Mennonites comes in, uh, and they chose the worst possible day to come in because this was a Greek philosophy class, uh, and Ooh. unfortunately, this was the chapter they had read was basically just like Plato and Socrates talking about all the little boys they fucked and like what the ideal male lover is like. Um, I love that. They said that they could see the professor like starting to sweat the moment they walked in the door and in just a desperate effort to do some damage control. He calls on the quietest girl in the class. She's like said maybe five words the whole semester. And it's like, okay, could you summarize this chapter for us? And then we'll move on to talking about this new thing. And, I don't know what her deal was, but she fucking loved that chapter and apparently like went on for like 10 minutes in explicit detail describing everything that was discussed. And he said that they would just, they, every like two seconds or so, they just glanced at the Mennonites and just watched the color draining from the family's faces. And yeah, they, they never saw them again. That's so um, powerful. It's so awesome. <laughs> I did have to buy a, a book for one of my classes from the school bookstore that was like erotic poetry for like my world literature class. Ooh. And the poor woman checking me out was like, and erotic poetry. And I was like, yeah. She's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, what class I'm sorry. Is this I wouldn't want English? to do this. This to was you. world literature. What is up with English teachers and being egregiously horny? It's just that a lot of writing and throughout she, the ages has been writing is horny. so horny. Uh, like, Dean, if you were an English major for any amount of time, romanticism, horny, God. Oh yes. All oh, they're God. doing That's, is having affairs. Cool. The, the Song of Solomon somehow made its way into the Bible. Listeners, check it's out the so Song of Solomon. Horny. It's literally just like Fifty Shades of Grey, but for ancient Babylon. Like, I mean, have you heard Catholic teaching though? It's like, by the way, guys, like, don't have sex before marriage. But by the time that you have, by the time that you're married, fuck all the time. It is the best thing you're ever going to do in your life. That's Fucking what I love literally about makes your marriage valid. Watching Twilight, Twilight with people who don't know about Twilight, and oh, then me being yeah. like, you know, that this is all a Mormon allegory, and they're like, mm-hmm. what? And I'm like, there's a reason she dies if she has sex before marriage, and they're like, what? Oh no! And then yeah. I have to explain. <laughs> Yeah, I remember talking to my cousin about it, and she's like, yeah, yeah, the movies aren't really all that faithful. They fuck seven times in the book. I gotta say, um, yet, another, at a, yet another arrival of something from the Fifty Shades of Grey slash 9-11 extended universe, uh, whenever we mention Twilight. Um, in the, well, if, if Fifty Shades of Grey is 9-11, I'm losing what the metaphor was initially, but if Fifty Shades of Grey is 9-11, um, I feel like we're... Twilight is the Reagan administration, you know, funneling money into uh, rebels in the Middle East. 
Okay. Yeah. This makes sense. Yes. Does this make sense? How are we, how are we feeling about I'm this I'm going to pretend that it does. It's All not right. great. It's not great, admittedly. Um, oh, wait. Actually, the real last thought on Dune. Uh, Dune cost $15 million less to make than Black Widow did. So I don't know what the fuck Disney does with their money. I don't they just like pour heaps of it into a garbage disposal. That's what they do. It's yeah. actually they, but I was going to pay for the actors, but they got Zendaya and Timothy Sh- Shallow, whatever. And Jason Momoa and Oscar Isaac. Like, there's a lot of really good actors in Dune. And yeah, it, yeah. all fantastic. Wait, does Dune kind of fuck. In the book. There are so many. There are so many hot yeah. actors in that. Yeah, in the in book, that, if oh, you watch it for one fuck, reason, oh, I've read the all book. All the fuckable men. Yeah. but does the movie fuck? Uh, there is no fucking. There is a scene where Oscar Isaac is nude. Um, male nudity is so funny. Oh, yeah. I mean, Every admittedly- time I see a male butt, it's a it's a joke. Just like you do get full wolf. ass. Yeah, you get Just full ass. Um, male nudity is so funny. I stand by it. I'm absolutely with you. Um, yeah, I was watching, it was like forever ago, but I watched that Lonely Island movie that came out forever ago. And there's just like a full shot of cock and balls in it. And it's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Cause you never get that. They in movie. had the balls to put balls in the movie. <laughs> it's because they, gave him they, just, they just swing around. It's great. They, just exactly. they gave him a dick and balls. They had the balls to give him a dick and balls. <laughs> Uh, okay, wait, hang on. <laughs> oh, that's such a bad bit. I don't know why it's, I went on with that. It is, no, it is a fantastic bit. Do not back up on that one. I'm backpedaling hard. No, don't you dare. Um, Jillian, I haven't backpedaled on a single bit I've done that I can remember. So Maybe I think you should start. Okay, touche. Good point. I realized as I was going into this that the problem is you would have to view me as a role model in order to take my advice on that one. Matt, there and, uh, are many things that you are. A role model will never be one yeah, of them. Yeah, listen, I am the Polish babies of this podcast. I am a false messiah. Do not follow me. Um, oh, I do want to say that I do apologize for being kind of MIA in general the last couple weeks. I was dying. Um, I could not speak for half of it. That was exciting. That was fun. And I was like creating this lean in my stomach of like just cold brew <laughs> coffee and cough medicine. Um, we know that and I other things, And other things, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest. Um, so cold and it was coffee just, and cold medicine, that's just uppers and downers right there. Oh boy. Wow, was I feeling it. Jesus Christ. I did have to explain to one of my managers what lean was because I was making a joke about why I had cough medicine at work. Oh, yeah. And he was like, what's lean? And I was like, I, who boy. Wait, what is it, though? I don't know what that is either. Um, It's a drink that makes you lean. You won't be able to stand up straight. It, oh, fantastic. It is, yeah. It's also purple drink. It it's rocks. the same thing. It's um, just like Sprite and very high intensity cough syrup. Yeah. Um, oh, fantastic. And I repeat, it rocks, uh, allegedly. Uh, so I'm told. Um, Famously, I've never done it before. Absolutely. Famously, Matt has never done lean. Yeah. Not once. Famously, Matt is a good Mormon boy. We love him so. Yeah, famously, I've never mixed so- cough medicine and anything else. Um, I was. So hoping that you would have your uh, twin brother on an episode on your solo app. God, me too. Uh, there was some recording issue, but I am trying to. We're planning on having him on for Thanksgiving. Uh, by oh, we, I mean yeah. he and I are planning. But we'll have. I was thinking, you know, a time of family and togetherness. That's uh, very have, good. Yeah, have Michael join the cast. We will do our no swears episode. Um, I will fail at the third one going to Germany. We'll really try to do a no squares episode, and I'll make fun of Jillian. I have like a squares jar on my yes. desk for this. Yeah, and each each quarter in the swear jar is another unhinged solo episode I get to do. Um, <laughs> so there's real stakes. Oh no! Well, I unhinged solo episodes are going to be oh boy. I, I get to do one. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Let's actually, since we're like halfway through this episode, let's talk about the video we watched this week. Yes, let's uh, talk. Nostalgia oh, critic, Pokemon, the first movie. I watched this video three times and I regret every single time I watched it. 
I do not know why I did this to myself. I tried to watch it. The first time I tried to watch it, my roommate told me that if I was going to watch that, I had to leave the room because she didn't want to have to hear it. I mean, Look, good for her. She was correct. It sucks. It's Look, brutal. If you're, if you're going to have a Doug Walker podcast, I support your lifestyle. Just don't be in my face about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do it behind closed doors. Yeah, exactly. Don't you ask Doug Tell, in parentheses, about my Doug Walker podcast. <laughs> um, no, I am actively flirty fishing for podcast listeners. And I like, respect how's that you going? How, how's the Skeleton Army of Sims going? It's, it's growing every day. What can I say? Did they listen to Matt's episode? I don't know if they've listened to Matt's. That's the true test. Um, that's how you they know. They have to listen to yours. You to have to quiz them. That's how, they know, that's how I know they're serious. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm the bouncer. I'm the, the pale and sickly bouncer at the door who goes, please don't fight me. I will lose. Uh, but you can't come in here. <laughs> please leave. Please. please. Please just leave. Just go away from me. Let us both leave this place with dignity, please. I will deliver a cutting remark as you punch me. You'll be thinking about it for at least the next five minutes. <laughs> okay, so this this episode was about the first Pokemon movie, which, by the way, he's fucking stupid because it literally says the first movie in the title and he's complaining about trying to find it. He's complaining about trying to find it. Also, one of the other... Because when he, like, lists all the Pokemon movies, where he's like, it's so hard to find it. Look at all these movies. One of the ones is, like, Mewtwo Strikes Back, which is also the first movie. If you watch the title card, it's Pokemon, the first movie. And then there's another title card that says Mewtwo Strikes Back. That's oh, much that easier. That would have been a good bit to have in the mo- in the video of being like, ah, maybe so bad needed two titles. Ha-ha. Which is a great bit. However, I did look at the video again, and because I was hyperfixating like an idiot who doesn't take her meds, I realized that the VHS that he has is different than the one that Matt and I watched. Because mm-hmm. the VHS that he has has the uh, what was the literal only description in the VH- in the um, version that we watched, which is Mewtwo versus Mew. It doesn't say Mewtwo Strikes Back because Mewtwo Strikes Back was a remade version. Yeah, uh, his version also like has more dialogue than ours did. Ours just wow. gets right to the chase. I don't think his had the 80s ballads, which makes me so upset. Yeah. Because I would have loved to hear Doug's take on the shitty 80s ballads. He, in the beginning of the video, plays the original um, version of the theme song, which is okay. a fucking banger, God, which I love singing along to. But when they rev it up in the movie, I, Matt can attest to this. I was ready to sing along. I started singing along, and then, and then I realized it, it, that it was an 80s ballad version, and yeah. I got so upset. It was not good. Um, Granted, Matt was asleep most of that movie because he was so upset that I made him watch it. I refused. He was. I tried so hard. I, I did my best. Oh, Matt, I would like to ask you a question. How do you feel about the Tinkerbell spoon holding meme that's been developed? Listeners, <laughs> listeners, I am pleading. please. I look for. I'm just going to preface this by saying I know what the Streisand effect is, and I'm going to follow that up by very politely saying, "Stop sending me the spoon emoji." I I'm going to post the photo again. I'm going to post it in the non Doug zone. So funny. I'm going to do it. Ruined life. I Conrad is showing it photo. to coworkers. Disrespect not only in my own Discord, in Comrade's workplace. Matt, you did this to yourself. You did this to yourself. I just, I don't know how else I'm supposed. Also, side note, uh, listeners, uh, you might have noticed when I got upset there, I started morphing into Jerry Seinfeld voice. That's because I haven't stopped doing it this entire week. Izzy can attest to this. Matt Matt would not stop when we were with his brother. I, he won't stop. He won't stop. What was your question, Jillian? Like, just when you get upset or constantly? Uh, well, constantly, but now I've started, like, anytime I get loud, I just start leaning into the Seinfeld voice, like, subconsciously. I really it, like that. Yeah, it's, it's gotten to the point that immediately after, I um I was rejected from the blood bank, and they told me, you cannot sell your blood here because you did your paperwork wrong. I'm furious, by the way. Um, immediately after that rejection, I, I called Michael. I had nothing to say to him, but I just called him up. And he picked up the phone, and I went, It's me, Jerry Homicide Seinfeld! I'm standing outside your home with a loaded gun! 
Um, I did this on a public street. I got some looks and I realized afterwards, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> that one and Jerry Samurai Feld are my two favorites that I've come Samurai up with. Samurai Feld? I, you know, Greenberg, you can't challenge the Shogun? Uh, you know, things like that. Um, oh there goodness. was actively discord about your spoon holding happening in... No, I think mean, is it happening again? <laughs> it's happening right now. Oh my god, Matt has the lips of a 1920s burlesque dancer. <laughs> I think I have never, I have never been so happy about something that I have contributed to the Discord in my life. Look, I, I tried I was happy that I, I was having soup with my boyfriend, and then this whole I lick this like, one. I tried eating cereal like that this morning so I could defend Matt. Look here, listeners. It is not my fault that I am a beautiful and soft feminine flower. I hey, Scuba thinks you have good hair. Okay, thank you, Scuba. Um, yeah, no, I've received several compliments, but they're all like, he's so dainty and delicate. I want to hold him. Like, no, like oh, That's I can hold That's true. Who wouldn't want to hold you, Matt? Who he wouldn't want to hold you? The soup was hot. I didn't want to get soup on my hands. So I, I held the spoon farther away from my hand than I usually did. You and don't then, need to hold it at the tip. It's like a little tea. You're holding it like a fucking teapot. Whenever I whenever I eat anything with a spoon or a fork, I get self-conscious. My roommates walked into the room earlier today while I was making some ramen, and I ate it in my room because I didn't want anything want to say anything about the way I'm eating my food. My life but is... that's what you get. <laughs> Uh, look again. You have, I want to clarify, folks. Is this Matt your nine eleven photo? I have permission for this shit. This is your is Ethan okay, isn't it? <laughs> this is my is Ethan okay. Except I'm not going to ask people not to say it because it is still admittedly quite funny. Um, it's so funny. It's, it's such a good bit. I didn't even realize it until they started roasting you after we finished dinner. Okay, back to Doug. I will post it again okay, in the Doug zone. Doug. I forgot about Doug because I was distracted by just the cruel mockery I have been subjected to in my own Discord. Folks, join the Discord. Uh, make me mad. Make fun of me. Can we talk about If we get the, five the... new Discord people, I will post the photo in the Doug zone. I might tweet it just to get some interaction going. Um, can we talk about the Jamaican impression? Yes, Doug loves his Jamaican impression. He's done it in several videos now. I don't understand the bit. It, it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't even sound like, like what he's trying to say. It it's in the black Joker wig. Yeah, it doesn't sound Jamaican. He doesn't look stereotypically Jamaican. There is, what is he holding? Is he holding a Coke can? Yeah. I Which, like, know, I don't he, get. Is that a racial stereotype? I don't know. Oh, yeah. We also put, like, apologies to all Jamaicans as if it makes any difference. Like, you putting, like, a little, like, apologies thing doesn't... In fact, it makes it seem even worse. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as what... Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same as any uh, Marvel or, like, any any of the Disney remakes where they, like, are self-consciously bad, but not in a fun way. Like, I watched... It, the first two thirds of Cruella last night. This oh. is what I was talking about, movie wise. This is what I wanted to talk about. Yes. God, I was Go. cackling, and my roommate was not understanding what was so funny, and I just kept going, "It's just film cell Joker." Oh yeah. Every no. time, it's just film cell Joker. So I, when Cruella, like the first trailer dropped, uh, I called it film cell Joker, and one of my friends uh, swiped up on my story, and she said these exact words. I watched the Cruella jo- I watched the Cruella trailer and now I see why men love the Joker. Those were her exact words. And frankly, power to her for it. Um I mean to I be fair, they the did Joker. call it the female Joker and then it got better reviews than the Joker on both ends. Well that's because no one there was no like preening <laughs> and hand wringing like, oh, this will cause mass shootings. Cause like no, they, it won't I think by this point people yeah, exactly. I think at this point, everybody realizes, like, oh, if you make a movie about the weirdo uh, rising up, people will just be like, Dash me. Interesting movie. Neckbeards, you know, minus the Dalmatians. Me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> OMG, oh, she's literally me. Um, OMG, she's literally me. Watches Cruella. 
Oh, I'm I a lot really like Cruella mean. from the movie Cruella. <laughs> I do wish that there had been the the same level of like uh, standing from that demographic, but just like oh the... no 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 no. What I wish is that they were searching people's bags on the way into Cruella, like they did on the way into Joker. <laughs> that like <laughs> they were ready for somebody to cosplay as Cruella, and then yeah, Izzy, they unleashed were... the hounds. Yeah, see, there were there were theaters that would check it. I do remember. Uh, speaking of, I got my back checked before watching Joker. Yeah, the uh, the podcast that did not exist. Uh, one of my favorite bits from them was they went to see Joker opening night, and they were just talking about how funny it would be if they like left the theater and there were just riots in the street and like a helicopter was burning <laughs> and exploding in the air. I'm like, ah, oh, shit! It really did cause the downfall of society. Oh, fuck. oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, my bag was never checked because I was also in Australia. So, like, what was there to check in my bag? A kangaroo. You know, there have been some good shootings. I mean, not good, big shootings in Australia. <laughs> good shootings in Australia. Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> fantastic shootings in Australia. No, I mean, guns <laughs> are, top like, three illegal mass there, shootings, so I wouldn't have had a handgun. No. Okay, I'm trying to think of the ones that aren't racist, so I don't say Christchurch. Actually, I did listen to a very interesting podcast about America's first mass shooting. Uh, it was 1949. And really just didn't get talked about at all. It's like, uh, there's a World War II veteran, just a complete sociopath. Wow. Where he just decided to kill a bunch of people. It um, do be like that. It do be like that. Sometimes they'd be like, it don't be like that. But it do. But it do. It really do. I'm trying to remember his name because it was such a fucking stupid name. Uh, let me look it up. Let's just type this in. We're going to type in America's. I can't believe y'all watched this first. movie. I watched this movie as a child, but I can't believe y'all guys watched this recently. I can't either. I, I, okay, so I... uh, How Unruh was his name, side note, spelled U-N-R-U-H. That Ah, was his actual last name. Anyway, returning to the point. Yes, I need to explain my thought process as to why I needed to watch this movie. For whatever reason. Because she wants me to suffer. No, Matt, no, Matt, no. Yes, it is. Yes. Don't. Um, (laughs) Anyways, so I, for whatever reason, sometimes I'll just go into like complete mental breaks where I like hyper fixate on something. And if I don't do it, I will simply die. This is the plight of being a basic bitch with ADHD. So I. Autism, not much different, friends. Oh, boy. um, Frankly, let me tell you, I might need to get evaluated. Um, Something or other. Who can say what I've got Let going on? Let me tell on? you, the second that I get a psychiatrist, we might be getting reevaluated. Anyway, that will be um, a Patreon goal. That's what I'll do. If we get, you know, a hundred, if we get a hundred subscribers on Patreon, I will get tested for I don't know schizophrenia autism? and autism. Yes, um, that'd be so. Thousand dollars, I get diagnosed with autism. It's such a funny Patreon <laughs> goal. Diagnosed? I am simply saying I will take the test and we'll publish the results. I yeah, we will, we'll see what happens. I gaslit a legally inebriated person into thinking he was autistic <laughs> one night. Oh boy, that was funny. Ah, Jillian oh. is so cool. <laughs> I am back on my Joker arc. I took I took some time off to be sick. I'm back. And Did I'm you really take some time vengeance. off though, or were you just festering in the Joker juice? The Joker juice. <laughs> I think they call that a cum jar. Uh, <laughs> Ring in the Joker juice, Jesus Christ episode title. That episode, t- I think that's the one time something has been said on this podcast. It's like too evil to be the, the name. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 that's good. Like that combination of words, like it, it actively repels me from the podcast that I am on. Minstrel Mouse didn't. Minstrel <laughs> Mouse was the Joker the juice. we ended up going for. Uh, and also, saying. I think Minstrel Mouse is kind of like, it's like hearing a single gunshot and a scream in an alleyway. You know, it's it's bad, but it's bad in the kind of way where you're like, ooh, well, let's see what's going on here. I want to know what's going on. Festering the Joker juice. That's like viewing an open and necrotic wound where you're like, well, don't touch this. I need to stay as far away as I can. If Joker juice was a substance other than semen, what would it be? Lean. I think it was, I was gonna say monster combined with like 
Milk. Ninety-eight percent alcohol. There's a video. There's a picture I have of someone making cereal with communion wafers and Monster Energy. Ooh. And I think it might be that. I think that might be Joker juice. You know, I gotta say, I had a little bit of jizz in there, and yeah, then never. I have never been Catholic, but in a just world, Monster and cat and communion wafers will send you to hell. Like that's just evil combination. You just put a little to- bit of Monster in the wine. I want to go to a party just to convince somebody to do a reverse Jaeger bomb. <laughs> <laughs> just because I want to see someone try. Do you know what that is? It's Yeah, it's where you light a bomb and a Jaeger. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is a cup of Jaeger with a shot glass full of Red Bull. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. Because a Jaeger bomb traditionally is yeah. a glass of Red Bull and a shot of Jaeger, so you reverse it. And that's yeah, I was like... I was running the numbers, and that was what I was settling on as a guess. But, but you're like, surely not. Surely. Like, I mean, no one would do this. No one could drink that much licorice-flavored uh, alcohol. Yeah, and the answer is no one can, but many have tried. I've seen it. Um, oh, ooh. <laughs> oh. I mean, Jaeger isn't that bad. I hate. I've never tried it. I'm not 21. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, famously, none of us have ever done that. Yeah, easy. Famously, none of us have ever had a us. shot. Yeah, Izzy will not be back on the cast due to her criminal past. Um, I will be going to jail. Yeah, yeah. Izzy, uh, Izzy's background check is still being processed. If she fails it, she will. This episode will not be released. I will say, I, I may or may say- not have had to hide some stuff in the closet while maintenance came here to fix my sink. I love that. I do want to say that the prodigal son returned in this uh, episode's comment section. Ian was back, baby. What's he got for us? Remind me. Five out of ten. He makes good points. He's a little too harsh on Pokemon. Yeah, the people did not like this one in its day. It was controversial. Uh, there were so many arguments. Yeah, like, everybody is mad. The racism was bad. Yeah, but no one's mad about the racism. They're mad about him not liking Pokemon. I remember correctly. Also, nobody's mad about him calling Mewtwo um, certain words. Oh yeah, he does just drop the R word. Banger. Massive respect. Massive. Uh, that's my favorite. Um, seven minutes, <laughs> ten seconds in, it. he says it. Yeah, the R stands for reclaimed uh, in Jillian's case only. <laughs> the hour word. That's my favorite tweet you've ever made. I, I show that. That is the time. only Doug Zone tweet that Nick Oldershaw has liked, and he liked it. I think five seconds no, after I posted it, he he liked that one, and then the one of um Doug Walker holding a baby, and then Michael oh, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <holding a> baby. <laughs> oh, admittedly, some of our best work. Uh, We've had some bangers. We've had some bangers. Um, I liked today's post, the uh, how close was Jillian to barn dogging out. And then someone just said was and got more like. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I saw that. You got ratioed (laughs) because somebody was baffled. We get ratioed on a good deal. Um, We do. We do. The Doug Zone is a ratioed account. It's very sad. Follow it. Unratio us. Follow it to, or follow it so you can ratio us even harder. Um, any engagement, please. Yeah, engagement is engagement. Uh, we got to pump these numbers up. Who, who? What? What's the podcast we're trying to pass now? Um, now that we have defeated bad boy crimes in the field of battle. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we got to defeat mm, panties in the mouth. I think we also defeated them. Oh, we did. That was first. I forgot. Yeah. If you do anamorphing time. You can have them on and then gloat about being morphing time. Them. Has thousands. Hey, of- oh boy. Um, I am. Oh boy, that would be difficult. Uh, I I am looking forward to um having them on though. Uh, shout out to Tyler. I know you listen. I don't know if Nate listens, uh, but shout out to him too. Animorphing Time is a great podcast. Go listen. Even yeah, if they you follow me on Twitter, which is very nice of them, because I don't know what they could possibly find amusing about my Twitter. Uh, it's just your proximity to me. They're clout chasing. <laughs> uh, that's true. I do actively promote you. Um. Oh, I will say. Sorry, I was gonna be bitter for a second, but then I don't have to be bitter for a second. No, no. it's it's bitterness time. Give us oh, the bitterness, my Julian. My ex, oh boy. Oh boy. If you, oh, finally we get to hear about him on the pod. <laughs> oh boy, guys. He told me that he did not respect me uh, making a podcast and that my comedy was cringe. And then I saw him promoting a different podcast right after we mm. broke up. Uh, burn. Text burn, us. Burn, burn the boy. Leave them a scathing review on iTunes. Ah, um, God. <laughs> you imagine it. Say the Doug Zone sent you. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, listeners. We'll try, well, I would say we'll pass up this podcast, but I'm pretty sure we have. <laughs> I uh, I did also leave an iTunes review on Alec Baldwin's podcast. Um, was it about his daughter or him shooting people? I think I I think the the uh, the tag that left was like a straight shooting from America's top marksman or something like that. Should have done straight shooting from America's number one dad. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's see. just a good bio. Hang on, I took a I took a screenshot. Yeah, it was straight shooting from a top tier marksman, and then what I left was whether it's a tough interview interview question or a cinematographer. Alec Baldwin always gets right to the center of things. Uh, low-hanging fruit, oh, maybe, boy. but oh boy, did I chuckle to myself as I wrote it. Um, and that's all that matters. It, you got some hits exactly. in the Discord. Speaking of which, join the Discord for... I cannot speak. Join the Discord for... Fuck. Join the Discord, Discord for, for bad boy crimes. Um, I think that's where Izzy was going with that one. Yeah, yeah folks, was- Izzy cannot speak. Yeah. Um, I am incapable of speaking like a normal-ass person. I post a lot more Jillian lore on the Discord than I do say in the podcast. Yeah. So if you want some deep dives into my personal life, if you want to um, become a commander in the skeleton army, well, not commander is a position already taken, I guess. If you want to, yeah. if you want to become an officer in the skeleton enroll. army, that's you how you enlist in the skeleton army. Yeah, you you would like to invest yourself in this deep, deep, very interesting. Let me tell you guys, very interesting lore. Yeah, you enlist by joining. Uh, you're made an officer by some. <laughs> criteria we haven't figured out yet uh the skeleton <laughs> army's promotion system is still a little messed up but we'll figure it's it out little, eventually i mean it's ran by me and i am known for causing <laughs> chaos and that's about it i'm back on that uh, what, i was off of it for a while but jesus christ i'm back with a vengeance oh, how awesome is being back on your bullshit uh I, oh i love it i'm thriving the, the only thing from the lost episode that i really want to get into uh, is Izzy, during her research, uh, typed Doug Walker into TikTok's search bar. And oh, the yes. thing that came up was allegations. Uh, and she clicked on them, and these allegations are not anything to do with change the channel or, like, the actual literal allegations of sexual misconduct surrounding Channel Awesome. No, it was just, like, people posting times about Doug Walker disappointing them at fan meetups. Okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on one second. I need to give context to this. I, out of curiosity, typed Doug Walker into TikTok, expecting to see some, like, fan stuff or some serious allegations, because I knew that there was stuff from Channel Awesome. I opened one TikTok of a guy being vaguely upset that Doug Walker was in it for the money, which, like, of course he is. He's a YouTuber. Um, And Matt immediately takes my phone away from me. And immediately just goes in a deep dive into these TikToks. My uh, my personal favorite one was the guy who goes, um, uh, "What's what's an incident with Doug Walker that made you realize that he wasn't the person he pretended to be?" Uh, I'll start. So I met him at a comic con, and I, I dress as Deadpool, and I get very into my Deadpool cosplay. You know, I I act like Deadpool. I'm I'm very loud and funny, uh, and I I talk with Doug Walker, and I told him how much I love the Nostalgia Critic. And then three years later, in an interview, he said that he thinks all Deadpool cosplayers are annoying. And then it cuts back to him. And he goes, so yeah, Doug Walker hates me. Um, His favorite one has changed. Because the other one that you, that Matt Matt watched, I think, three times, was the one where this one guy was talking about his experience with Doug. And he was saying that after the third time he talked to him, he went up to talk to Doug again. And he just wasn't having it. And then like a year later, he was talking about some crazy fan. And that crazy fan was absolutely him. Yeah, it was the and guy who not walked fathom. up to him to speak to him. He cannot fathom why. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I believe that last time I said that I was going to record a podcast by just waiting and mean greet lines over and over again. Oh, yes. And I said we yes, should. Yes, and we said that you should, you, should, you should interview the people in the line. Yeah, I should do like exit polling uh, with Doug good. Walker. Um, I do want to say that I so I am subscribed to Channel Awesome for obvious reasons. Of course, not because I want to be, but because I have made a life debt. Yeah, out of duty. <laughs> um, and their community tab lately has been. Let's wild. go look at their community tab. Oh my god, what I is want it you like? To look at their community tab. The one from four days ago, specifically. 
YouTube You'll see it. channel. Awesome. And then go to the community tab. Scroll past the first one. It doesn't matter. The second one is where I'm... The second one stopped me in my tracks a little bit ago. Wait a minute. Hang on. I need so to... There's a community tab from four days ago? I've got to do it uh-huh. on YouTube. I mean, on my computer. It won't let me do yes, it from you mobile. you have to do it on the computer. Is it the one of him, like, being bald? Yeah. Wait, hang on. Don't spoil this for me. I'm I'm on my way. There's Am I looking at the comments of it? Ones. This is putting out an energy unbeknownst to mankind. Ooh, okay. Do you understand? Mm. This is a creepy pasta in the making. I don't how know do you how feel I... about that. Ooh. I don't like it. You don't like it? Why? She's find this at a convention. I want to say actually, someone might have sent this in the Discord because this is like rippling through my body. Uh, oh, the picture has been a well-known one. The yeah. one of somebody holding it up. Yeah, exactly. The fact that it's a photo of someone holding up a picture of Doug. Is oh, I didn't strange. even realize that. I mm-hmm. like that. Oh no, somebody's that. proud to have this. See, the fact that Doug signed it though does tell me bode well for us. Yeah, we might be able to get him on the cast. Um, Oh, Matt, you want to talk about a, another Doug lore thing that one of our friends brought up completely independent of the okay, pod? So I haven't brought this story up because I haven't been able to find uh, any proof. But it appeared in the Discord twice, and then an IRL friend sent it to a group chat Izzy and I are in and said, Matt, care to comment? Because he knows about the Doug zone. Uh, he doesn't even listen. He just did he this completely listen. independently yeah, he just to knew. entertain the both of us, I guess. He was like, I know Matt will have something to say about this. So, allegedly, uh, this was a story told on Tumblr. Uh, Doug Walker, as the nostalgia critic, presented at a convention um, immediately following a presentation by Bad Dragon, uh, which, for those listeners who know God, uh, is a... It's like a sex toy company. They make, like... Fantasy. Yeah, fantasy is the theme, we will say. Anyway, one of them... They make dragon daddies, is what they're saying. One of them... uh, Anyway, one of the people presenting demoed the ability to like fill up these toys and have them release fluid when you want by putting frosting on a cinnamon roll, uh, which admittedly great bit, but allegedly this person alleges Doug walked out right after that presentation and not knowing the context said to the audience, Oh sick free Cinnabon and proceeded to eat the cinnamon roll. Um, there is there's no proof. No one has been able to prove this. But, oh god, I want it to be true. It is a big part of Doug lore, though, because there, there are fan art yeah, with the Cinnabon in it. Cinnabon. Um, and, and apparently another account um, mentioned it again independently, but Doug has never confirmed it. Nobody else has ever confirmed it. As far as I'm aware in the deep, deep, deep research that I did into this fucking Cinnabon, the only references are memes uh, in regard to the Tumblr post. Yeah, yep. there's just so, Tumblr post. Um, it is possible that um, Doug ate a cum Cinnabon, though. Yeah, actually, a uh, second time that the... Which, like, baller move. A <laughs> uh, second time that the Animorphing Time has shown up in this uh, episode of the podcast, Cinnabon's a big part of their lore, too. Um, they've several times attempted to get a sponsorship deal. I do not think they've been successful yet. But Let's get one. Be. Yeah, I'm going to tag Yeah, Cinnabon, Cinnabon, sponsor us. Sponsor the Doug Zone. Cinnabon. Doug loves you. We love you. Cinnabon, what's up? Put some cum in your Cinnabons and we'll take it. Exactly. Uh, one second. I'm going to Twitter to tweet this now. <laughs> so so Sneak this peek video, into Matt's Twitter. I think by the, the lack we're talking about, it kind of says that there's not much. Like, there's some weird jokes. There's some off-color comments. Um, he's very mean towards Pokemon and doesn't understand how words work, but that's okay. I, yeah, I, I mean, say... no, go ahead, Izzy. I was gonna say he makes one. He makes one good point, which you know, as somebody who's never seen Pokemon, like it's an easily observable point, which is that um, the entire message of the whole thing that they will not stop reiterating is oh my gosh pokemon aren't meant to fight we aren't supposed to fight <laughs> each other and then not only is like the whole franchise based off of that but literally in order for the franchise to continue being based off of that they erase their memory 
and then just completely go back in time as if nothing happened. I love And that it. is the one valid point. Though, however, he does make a point about the crying to bring Ash back to life, which I do not agree with. It is stupid. I agree with that. However, it is the literal only thing that is set up and then pays off in this movie, <laughs> which is that I'm not I'm not even kidding. It's the dumbest shit ever, but it's the only payoff in this movie. It's that before they go to the island, some girl is like talking about some legend where like Pokemon cry and then bring back somebody to life. And then that happens in the movie. And he doesn't even mention that. Like, that's the only payoff that occurs in this entire- This hour and a half long fucking movie. The only payoff. That's too long for this movie. It was so much and so There's little no way at the exact it's same time. Than it's, it's such a long minutes. movie. It's, an, it's a tight 90. Also, I will say, uh, Doug also, like, he really hammers home how long this movie takes with its fight scene. And, but yeah, like, the last 15 minutes of this movie is just Pokemon beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, I think in my notes, I put the slow-mo scene is a banger in every way that it's not meant to be a banger. Yeah. Okay. I hate to cut this short, but I do have to go. My roommate is stuck outside and can't get in the door. Okay, yeah. Oh. If Yeah, look, listeners, if you're cold, they're cold. Let your roommates in. Um, She's all right. trying to call me on everything, including Discord. At risk of... Oh, no. Jillian, you can step out if you want. But at risk of uh, ending this podcast again without asking for Izzy's socials. Izzy, where can the people find you? Uh, you it can quickly, find me. It's cold. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at ungracefulgrace.igh. You can find me on Twitter at izzygghizzy izzy hizzy, uh, and that's about it. That's all you need to find me where. All right. Uh, all right. You know what to cast at Doug's own cast. Find us on Instagram under the same handle. Join the skeleton yep. army. Join the Discord. Uh, Jillian needs to let her roommate in. So I'm going to change the int- uh, the ending up a little bit. Say Hail Dune this week. Hail Dune. Bazing Dune. <laughs> <laughs> that was nothing. This podcast would be perfect if we never talked about